Podcast. I am your host, Melvin Banks. Buckle up. It's time to enjoy the journey, guys. It's good to be back with uh, everyone uh, here as we, we see the change in the calendar has taken place. And let me be probably the 100th person to welcome you to 2021. Um, I hope that this year brings you um, just everything that you hope for. I hope that it brings you a new perspective on life. And hopefully it brings you a new outlook. Um, I know that 2020 was quite the year for everybody. Um, you know, it's it's been nothing but challenges. It's stretched us. It's stressed us. It's challenged us to think things differently, to look at things differently, to do things differently. Uh, so as we move into 2021, um, I know that you, like many people, are probably entering this year with a desire for change, uh, for, for change in, in many different aspects, uh, whenever I say that. And this is probably what, what I believe the reason that so many people at this time of year, I'm sure uh, perhaps even you, but many people sit down at this time of year, um, you know, and, and they start making out resolutions for the year. Uh, we start coming up with New Year resolutions and, you know, the only thing uh, about resolutions, the one thing that we know for certain is that rarely are they very effective. Uh, resolutions rarely are effective, rarely do they last long. And the reason that I think that happens uh, for so many people is uh, the fact that the only thing that's really changed whenever we set these resolutions is our desire. Uh, the, the the want, the, the desire to have something different. And to be quite honest with you, if we really look at it, desire rarely brings about change. It, it takes something much more than desire to bring about change in our lives. Uh, it, it, it requires us to do something that I think many of us rarely even think about. And that is raising the bar in our life. Now, I want you to pause for a moment and just think about that for a minute. Raising the bar in our life. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, so what exactly do you mean? What, what does it mean to raise the bar? And whenever I say raising the bar, I'm talking about raising our standards. I'm talking about having elevated expectations of life. Uh, this is something that uh, I know personally is very big for me. It's something that uh, I'm always challenging myself uh, to, to elevate my standards, to raise the bar, to challenge myself to, to live up to a, higher, uh, to a higher standard, a higher meaning, have a higher objective for myself. Uh, so just to, to kind of begin today's conversation, as we talk about raising the bar, uh, I want to just kind of set a level playing field here for what I'm talking about. Whenever I, I talk about uh, standards. Uh, if you look up the definition of standards, you'll see a number of things. But basically, when we're talking about standards, we're talking about the system by which something is valued or an acceptable norm. What, what is acceptable uh, in, in a standard situation, in a, in a basic situation? So our standards, whenever we think about it, why, why, why are our standards so important? Well, the reason our standards are important is because they set the, the foundation of our identity. Now, whenever we, we think about our values, think about your values. 
When we think about what's acceptable to us, what are the acceptable norms, we, we formulate those acceptable norms in our lives based upon how we see ourselves, how we value ourselves. See, because everybody is compelled to live up to the way that they see themselves. And I guess I could state that another way. Everybody is compelled to live down to how they see themselves. And our standards are based upon how we see ourselves, uh, the, the, the view that we have our, of ourselves, our own personal identity, what we think when we look in the mirror. So I'll just give you an example. So uh, many of you probably, uh, I'm, I'm certain if you're, you're listening to this podcast or you've listened to my podcast before, maybe you just stumbled across it, maybe someone's sharing it with you, but if you don't know, most people uh, would know that I see myself as a man of, of very strong faith. Um, I like to see myself as a man of character. And because of that, I've established certain standards in my life, in, in the way that I live, in the way that I carry myself, uh, in, in the way that I handle every area of my life. Uh, for example, <clears throat> I see myself as a man of, of faith and character. So the way that I carry myself as, as a father, as a husband, I have certain standards, certain things that are acceptable, and certain lines that I'm absolutely unwilling to cross because of that. And I'm sure for, for everyone, as you're sitting here thinking about what your standards might be, uh, or the idea of standards, I'm sure there are certain aspects of your life that you look at and you see there are certain things and certain ways you see yourself, and because of that, you hold yourself to certain acceptable norms. Uh, it, it's, it's the analogy, for example. If you see yourself as a healthy, fit person, even when no one's looking, you're going you're gonna to carry yourself in that way. You're going to eat. You're going to eat the right way. You're going to exercise. You're going to do the, the things that create healthy habits in your life because you see yourself as a healthy person. Uh, and, and that's kind of what a standard is. Those standards they develop those norms in our lives. And when you look at it, there are really three basic categories um, of personal standards that I like to look at. Three, three, personal, three categories of personal standards that individuals tend to have. So the first category is no standard. Now, what do you mean, Melvin, you have no standard? Well, here's what I'm saying. People many times don't take a step back, look at their life and say, here's what is and isn't acceptable to me. And so what do people do in that situation? Well, whenever people have not established a standard, they tend to accept whatever's dealt to them. I want you to think about that. We all, we all know people. We might at some point in time in our life have been that person. We, we've accepted whatever was dealt our way uh, based upon you know, the, the situation we were in. Many times we base it upon the people we surround ourselves with. So many times our, there, there's something called the rule of five. We become the five people we surround ourselves with. So if the five people we surround ourselves with have low standards or they're, they're people who, you know, what's acceptable to them is pretty much anything, I guarantee you you're going to be that sixth person in the group who says anything's pretty much acceptable. There's no line that you're not willing to cross. But if you surround yourself with people 
who have very high standards, who, who are people of principle, of character, then I guarantee you, you're going to be a person who has principle and character, who's going to have very high standards and expectations of yourself. It's just the way that it goes. So it's important that first off, we understand this is a group you don't want to be in. And here's the reason why. It's not so much, um, you know, because you have this idea of not having a standard. It's because if you fall within the wrong group of people around you and you have not drawn the line in the sand and said, okay, here are the things that are acceptable to me, you'll find yourself in all kinds of, all kind of trouble, all kinds of problems. You'll find issues popping up in your life that you don't want to have to deal with. And, you know, whenever you think about it, um, we've all seen situations where we, we've seen really good people, really good people, uh, you know, and they end up finding themselves in trouble or they end up finding themselves hooked on drugs or in prison or, you know, doing something, that they, they get involved in a robbery or a gang or something like that. And we think, you know, they were such a nice person. How did this happen to them? Well, the reason that it happened was because they hadn't decided what the standard was for them. They hadn't made a conscious decision and said, this is the line that I will not cross, no matter what. I can't go here. So it's important that we establish standards in our life, and because if we have no standard, we'll become whoever it is that's around us. We're going to accept whatever's acceptable to them is going to become acceptable to us. Second, it's having low standards. Now, people who have low standards, now this is a situation when we have individuals who quite honestly don't understand their worth. I'll, I'll put it to you very plainly. People who don't know how valuable they are, they don't see the worth that they have, they tend to have low standards, they accept whatever comes their way, or, or even they'll, they'll seek out less than what they're capable of having in their life. They'll seek it out in relationships, they'll seek it out in careers, they'll seek it out in employment, whatever aspect it is. People with low standards are people who don't see themselves for their true worth. They don't see, they, they don't realize that a very high price has been paid for their life when Jesus Christ died on that cross. They don't realize that. And so they're willing to accept whatever happens, whatever comes their way. Uh, they'll allow people to treat them in, in manners that they shouldn't be treated. They'll allow people around them who degrade them, who demoralize them, who don't see them for their, for who they are as well. And so it's important that we don't allow ourselves to go without understanding that low standards uh, can, can completely debilitate a person. If we don't draw the line in the sand and determine that, okay, this is not, you know, what's acceptable for me, or I'm not going to allow someone to treat me this way, or, you know what, here's the expectation that I have. And if you don't meet the expectation, you need not even enter into my life. Now, that's a strong statement. If you don't meet the expectation, if you're not willing to treat me in a certain way, you need not even walk into my life or be a part of this situation because if you're not going to treat me the way that I see myself, it's not going to work out either way. So it's important that we understand that. Now, third, we have people with high standards. People who see themselves for, for the way that God created them. They see themselves as a person of value, as someone who 
has something special to contribute to the world around them. They hold themselves up to this standard. And here's the other thing. People with high standards tend to surround themselves with other individuals with high standards. They, they look at the world around them and they see the people around them and they say, hey, this is the expectation that I have. They elevate the people who are around them in their life. People with high standards naturally elevate the people who are around them in their life because they have a high expectation of them. They have a high expectation of themselves. And because of that, they have a high expectation of others. And I think it's important that we understand that. Sometimes, you know, people with high standards at times can seem a little, uh, I don't know, abrasive, I guess, at times. And, and I'm not saying that's not the reality in some situations. But when people have a high expectation of themselves, they're naturally going to have a high expectation of others. And it's important that we have those people around us who have high standards, high expectations. Now, I'm not talking about people who are un, un, unrealistic or rude or mean or anything like that. I'm talking about people who truly lift us up and say, look, hey, you're not living up to what you're capable of living up to. You got to raise the bar here in your own life. So it's important that we surround ourselves with people with high standards. Now, that being said, we understand what the three categories of standards are for people, personal standards we're talking about. So here's the true question that each of us has to ask ourselves, and that is what's acceptable in our own life? What's acceptable in your life? What are your own standards? What are you willing to allow into your world? Now, here's what's even more important, is to understand how to raise the bar. How do we raise the bar now? Now that we understand what these different categories of standards are, maybe we see ourselves and we see, you know what? That's not exactly where I want to be. So how do I elevate my expectation of myself from this point forward? How do I raise the bar in my own life? Well, it begins by acknowledging your worth. The most important thing that we could do is acknowledge our own self-worth. Acknowledge you, you, you were made in the image of the living God. Think about that. We were made in the image of Christ. Think about the value that you hold within you just because of that. We were made in the image of a king. So in, in order for us to, to hold ourselves to a higher standard, to raise the bar in our life, we have to understand what our true worth is. Stop speaking negatively to ourselves. Stop telling ourselves that we aren't capable, what we, what we you know, should just allow into our lives. Stop settling for less than what you're worth. We have to acknowledge our own worth. There was a significant price paid for each and every one of us. A very significant price. We were so loved that God sent his son down right here to walk the face of the earth, to show us how to live, and then ultimately to die for us. Now, if that doesn't tell you what your worth is, I, I don't know. We need to take a pause here and just, just uh, you know, say something's not right here. So it begins by acknowledging our self-worth, acknowledging what we're made of. We should wake up every morning, look in the mirror and just say, you know what? You have some special stuff in you. You are so valuable that someone was willing to come down here and die 
so that you could have life. That speaks volumes. That's powerful. So we need to begin by acknowledging our worth. Two, we need to surround ourselves with a high standard group. See, I've shared in some of my workshops before, you know, there are certain people that I call my inner circle. It's a very small core. Very few people that I surround myself with um, uh, on, a, on a regular, consistent basis. People who, who know the most intimate workings of my life. And, and there's a reason behind that. Because I want to be around people who are on the same mission as me, who have the same standards as me, who have the same expectations of themselves and the people around them as me. See, if I surround myself with high standard people, Again, I'm going to become a high standard person. I'm going to expect the most of myself. I want people who are going to hold me accountable when I mess up, not people who are going to wallow in the mud with me whenever I fall down. I, I want somebody who's going to say, no, you're better than that. You, you, you know better than what you're doing. You know better than what you said. You, you know better than how you treated that person. I want people who are going to be willing to hold me accountable. And the only people who can hold you accountable are people whose standards are as high as yours. So if you surround yourself with high standard people, you're going to be in a group of people that are going to hold you accountable and lift you up. They're going to expect that you're going to live up to the best possible you that you could be. So we've got to surround ourselves with other people who have high standards, high expectations of themselves, who are willing to, to raise the bar in life and say, nothing less than this is acceptable. And then finally, we have to be willing to say goodbye. Now, I know what you're thinking. What are you talking about, say goodbye? We have to be willing to say goodbye to people who are in our life who are not willing to hold us to a higher standard and who don't hold themselves to a higher standard. We have to be willing to say goodbye to people who degrade us, who, who try to tear us down, who don't lift us up, who don't nourish us. We have to be willing to, to acknowledge that not everybody is going to help us to get where God's trying to bring us to. I'm not going to go preacher on you here, even though I could. <laughs> but I'm not going to preach a sermon to you. But, you know, God always put people in the lives of other people to get them to certain points. And, and there are sometimes not everybody gets to go where God is trying to take you. Jesus only took two people up to the Mount of Transfiguration with him. Not everybody could go to where he was going. And it's important that we understand not everybody in the group, not everybody in the group is going to be going as far as, as God's trying to take us. Sometimes he puts people in our life to get to a certain point. And sometimes we have to be willing to acknowledge that, you know, that relationship has lived its life. It's run its course. And we have to be willing to, to love people and say, you know what, my journey doesn't stop here. I have to keep going. You have to be willing to say goodbye. And, and that's important for us to understand. You can't be discouraged. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in holding on to relationships that died three years ago, but we're still trying to hold on to it. Uh, and, and please, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying under understand what I'm saying. I'm not encouraging us to, to, to just, you know, oh, well, you know, it, you just walk away from things whenever... No, I'm saying there are certain points in time where God has drawn the line and said, okay, it's time for this to end. And no, I'm not talking about marriage. Marriage is something that 
again, it's a standard for me. Marriage is till death do us part. So, you know, maybe me and my wife at some point in time, we're just going to be sitting in a chair mad and angry at each other. But we're going to be old, mad and angry, and we'll be too old to, uh, to, to, to even walk away at that point. But, you know, I think it's important that we understand. God will sometimes move us to a point, and we have to be willing to accept that it's time to let certain people go on that journey. It's time to let certain people go. If they're not encouraging you, if they're not supporting you, if they're not saying, hey, I believe in you and you don't, you're not believing in them and they're not lifting you up, it's time to say goodbye. And that's an uncomfortable thought maybe for some of you, but it's a reality that we have to embrace because God will move us to certain points. And there are certain times in our life whenever we have to be willing to walk away and just say, it's time for me to move forward. So that being said, if 2021 is going to become a year like no other, if this is going to be the year that we forget all about 2020, it all starts by raising our standards, by elevating our expectations in our life. And I believe that every single one of you are going to be able to do that. I just ask that you hey, take a listen again. Take a listen again to what you just heard. Write down those points. I think if we do these few things, we'll be able to raise the bar in our life. We'll be able to set higher standards and we'll be able to accomplish what God has put us here to accomplish. Comes down to those three things. Acknowledge your worth. Surround yourself with high standard people. And be willing to say goodbye to the people who aren't lifting you up. It's not easy, but it's necessary. God has plans. He has a purpose for each and every one of us. It's up to us. It's up to us to say, yes, I'm willing to keep moving forward no matter what. I'm willing to raise the bar in my own life. I'm going to set the standard higher than I've been setting it, and I'm going to hold myself to a new expectation. All right, guys. That is episode one of season three of the Blueprint Podcast. So, uh, I thank each and every one of you for being a part of it. A um, couple of asks that I have of each of you. Now, as you guys all know, and I know many people share, you know, the podcast here. They share the video on Facebook. I want to invite you to also go and download the podcast. Now, where can you find the podcast? You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much any podcast platform. You can find Melvin Banks the Blueprint Podcast with Melvin Banks. And you will be able to find the podcast. You could share it. You could listen to it as you're driving. Uh, you, it, Hey, everybody's working from the, the office, working from home. This is a good time to listen to it, to re-listen to it. Uh, maybe you'll, you'll take some notes. You'll hear things you didn't hear the first time. But I want to invite you to all follow it, like it, share it, uh, listen to it. And invite other people to listen to the Blueprint Podcast with Melvin Banks on all of those many platforms. Uh, so once again, I thank you guys for joining in this week. I look forward to next Monday, 6.30 p.m. Central Time, uh, where we'll be recording Episode 2 of Season 3. So until that time, guys, uh, I appreciate everybody listening in. Miss um, Mac, Miss McMullen. Uh, Nat, all of you guys, Tommy, thanks for the comments. Uh, <laughs> Nat, thanks for the comments, man. Uh, I see uh, several of you posted stuff in. 
I wish I had time to, to sit there, but I will start doing more Q&A as we go through. Uh, thanks a lot, guys, and until next time, enjoy the journey. I can't wait to see everybody.